vision Friendly competition Repeatedly make a rushed and bad decision In this friendly competition Friendly competition It's a friendly competition I admire this theme's ambition Welcome to Friendly Competition A show where friends compete against each other Because basically I asked them to and they said yes I'm your host Lex Friedman And I was going to have to score today But now I don't have to keep score today Because our scorekeeper showed up It's Dan Morin Hi Dan Hi Lex This is the point where I tell you I have a sandwich in front of me Which I would <laughs> gladly split with you, uh, if you If you want is that is that okay? <laughs> you, Do you Dan. want that? <laughs> Usually Dan's punchline is that he can't split it with me because we're hundreds of miles apart from each other, but uh, it's okay. Dan, the good news is, even though you are tired, we are joined by five highly energized contestants who are in first name alphabetical order. Brian Hamilton. I didn't say yes to this. Jason Snell. Good morning! <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> Kelly Gamont. Wait, what now? <laughs> and Shelly Brisbane. Oh, it's finally my turn. Hi, everybody! <laughs> that, that nailed it. Uh, points in this game are awarded to every individual on a per-round basis, and all of Dan and my scoring decisions are final. Contestants are free to object. They're free to ask clarifying questions, but we may or may not answer, and whatever we decide is what we decide. Speed counts, so submitting first most rounds will earn you a bonus point if you submit a valid answer. Usually, our contestants will be competing against each other in speed, but not for this first round, which is the homework round. We asked our contestants to share a clip of up to 30 seconds of them singing something, and we'll listen to those now. Uh, We will start with Brian Hamilton. For I can't help falling in love with Church is my partner. So, <laughs> Brian, I think big move there to cover Corey Hart. Good job. I was going for uh, Eddie Vedder, but thank you. Say your partner's name one more time. Truge. Truge. So you can't help falling in love with Truge. That's, that's beautiful. Um, next up, alphabetically and in this order, is Jason. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him this high from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah, no. We will not let you go. Let him go. Bismillah, we will not let you go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. Crushing that high note at the end, Jason. Uh, wow. wow! My goal was most singing, Lex. Most singing. <laughs> How'd you learn to use wow. logic so fast? I was going to say, how many tracks do you have there? <laughs> that was my question. How many tracks was uh, it? Well, it just, they kept growing and growing and growing as I descended further into madness, Lex. That's my answer. <laughs> That's on par for this show. Here is Kathy. Baby shark, do 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 Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, mama shark, do 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 do. Mama shark, do 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 do. Mama shark, do 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 do. Mama shark. Batman Reference acknowledged. Shark, do 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 do. Batman shark. I Batman. very good uh i didn't know where it would go but now i know uh here is kelly i'm writing 
song all about you. A true song as real as my tears. But you've no need to fear it, cause no one will hear it. Sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year. I'll tell all about how you cheated. I'd like for the whole world to hear. I'd like to get even with you, cause you're leaving. But sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year. That is Sad Songs and Waltzes by the band Cake, right? <laughs> yes, yes. By yes. Willie Nelson by way of Cake, yes. Yes, but that was that was fantastic. Of course, with four submissions so far, we have just one left, and this is Shelley. Yeah, I think this definitely calls for the pop filter. This is all the recording. I'm going to tell you what this song is in case you want to use it. But I don't feel like you have to. It's just my explanation. I can also do it on the show. Options, man. Options. I appreciate it. This is from a song by singer-songwriter Cheryl Wheeler. Yes, it has been recorded. She was on a walk with her dog one day, and she found herself humming. I'm even tired of this story. She got the idea for a song with only the word potato in it. And it goes like this. Potato, 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 potato. Yeah. Wow. Regular listeners know that in the past I have struggled with this part of the game because I have to simply arbitrarily rate people and score them based on what they've submitted. But I think the easiest way is to just to be cruel and extreme. Uh, I appreciate that clearly nobody took more time in prepping their submission than Jason, so he's going to get the full five points. I'm going to give Brian and Kathy four points each because they surprised me in different ways. Uh, Shelly with the potato... Uh, I'm going to award three points to. I, I don't know what she was talking about in the introduction, but I still enjoy the potato song. Here's my, here's my challenge with Kelly. And I wrote this to Dan. I wrote that I think nobody took this, this submission more seriously than Kelly. But the rule said it was a maximum of 30 seconds. And her recording is 56.9 seconds. So it's zero points. I thought it was start at 30. I thought it had to be at least 30, not up to 30. That's, that's where and I thought it had to be 30. So I made it 30. Like a lot of different interpretations. Now, to there, be clear, if listeners are like, with all that confusion, Lex must have been giving confusing instructions. No, I want to be clear. My instructions clear. were with No, they were. <laughs> they were. But that's how we start Friendly Competition. And now here comes the first round that we're going to play live. This is called Uniqueness Counts E-Solutions for Everybody. Send us three websites that start with the letter E. You'll get 10 points for each website that only you submit. So we're looking for websites that start with the letter E. Oh, now there's some play happening here. All right. There's a lot of people who are trying to think of things that start with E. Not going great, it seems like. <laughs> Two contestants have submitted all three of their answers. Four, three contestants have submitted all three of their answers. I think that most listeners tune in for the banter while I people think it's are submitting. Probably <laughs> sad that that's the case. 
I typically don't shorten it. I, I make it longer. The banter? That's... You add more banter after the fact? Is that what <laughs> yeah. you're doing? Yeah. Extra banter? I make more time. We, we record a lot of drop-ins later that we add for banter. It's nothing better than banter recorded after a show. This was That's several banter. weeks, yeah, after the rest of the show happened. This conversation. Oh boy, those right innocent now. people in that earlier time. We're only waiting for one more person, I think. It occurred to me after I submitted that almost every English word dot com is a website, technically. <laughs> That's kind of it. All right. Oh, nearly Wait, all are, answers is are there, is there. Nope. I was wondering if there's. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now a they're lot all has in. Happened, Lex. I. I'm going to give Dan some time to uh, <laughs> no. do scoring. Sorry, and I'll Dan. tell you what everybody Dude. submitted. Uh, so Kathy came in uh, with EA.com, that's Electronic wow. Arts, and then Express.com and EchoSign.com. I'm assuming that third one's a site. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Brian submitted uh, E-Bombs World, EnergySource.com, and ElectraMovie.com. Um, sadly for Brian, Kelly also submitted E-Bombs World, <laughs> no. along with eclecticlight.co and english.com which I think is Guy's website um, <laughs> Brian we just covered Jason did ESPN.com Evernote.com and Epic.com nope. all two, of which. two <gasps> of which are unique because Shelly had ebooks.com eventbrite.com and again Evernote.com so Dan what does that do? Oh, and uh, Kathy was the first one to submit a, a valid answer. So, Dan, what does that do to the scores? Well, I believe that it means that every... Oh, God, now you're asking me to, like, figure it out It ruined them, Lex. <laughs> it ruined the scores. <laughs> it did. Well, uh, Kathy gets 31 points, I believe, because all of hers well, was unique, and she got them all in first. And I believe that everybody yes. else got 20 points because... Uh, Jason, Shelley, Kelly, and Brian all named two unique sites with some overlight. So all that yeah. yawning on Kathy's part is just fake. Oh yeah, that's, she's sandbagging. Yep. Oh, don't oh, yeah. worry. Sandbagging. I come in strong at the. My mo is I come in strong at the beginning of the game, and then it just crashes. So I'm going to bask in my joy right now, knowing that the game will end in defeat. <laughs> This next round is called Squealberg. Once again, name three things. This time, name three movies directed by Steven Spielberg. You'll get six points for each movie that only you choose. There are secret bonus points and penalties for this round. So we're looking for three movies directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I would just like to I, say this is my descent into full losing. Full marks for our first entry, which also <laughs> forms a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. The first entry is a complete sentence. And I've heard of one of the three movies. I've heard of all of them. You you (laughs) need this count. Good choices. Lex, are you a Spielberg fan? You know, I am a Spielberg fan. Uh, I appreciate the motifs that appear again and again in his movies. The only thing I don't like with Steven Spielberg... I'm sure there are other things, but the thing that I don't like about Steven Spielberg is the 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 lore about his sneaking onto the Universal lot to get his first jobs because I feel like that's a bad story. I feel like first of all, it can't possibly be true. <laughs> and second of all, like what is the advice we're giving to other people? Sneak take in, that, break into take places. Guy. To... He misunderstood when they said how to break into the industry. <laughs> exactly. I also used to eat in L.A. at a restaurant owned by Steven Spielberg's mother oh. called Milk oh, and Honey. Okay. 
a kosher dairy restaurant. You know. How was the milk? Sweet. How was honey? Sour. <laughs> honey. Sour. They left it out for too long. Oddly bitter. I believe if that is Kathy's submission. Uh, yes. That yes, all it answers is. Are in. Okay. So. Here are the answers that we've gotten. Jason submitted always dual AI, which, as Dan points out, is also a sentence. Uh, Brian submitted Bridge of Spies, Jaws, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Kathy submitted I cannot think of what he specifically directed. <laughs> I believe that's zero correct answers. <laughs> Uh, Kelly came in with 1941, Empire of the Sun, and Hook. And Shelley came in with Schindler's... I believe she means list, Jaws, and Close Encounters. I believe she means of the third kind. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll count those as, as valid submissions <laughs> there. No, it's fine. There are, as we said, though, some bonus points <laughs> and penalties. No. So contestants lose three points if they submit any of the following. Hook, Schindler's List, or AI, <laughs> all three of which were submitted. <laughs> Uh, I would just like five... to point out that I did not lose three points for that. So <laughs> I, did not, I knew I should have submitted always duel the Sugarland Express. <laughs> <laughs> Contestants also gain five points for any movie starring Tom Hanks. Dan, do any of these movies star Tom Hanks? Did people submit it? Brian's uh, Bridge of Spies Bridge stars of Spies. Tom Hanks. You also, and this rule will affect uh, both Brian and Shelley, you get the opportunity to hum the Jaws theme if you pick Jaws. And if you hum it well, you win three bonus points. Point. So, Brian, you submitted Jaws first. Would you like a chance to hum the Jaws theme? <laughs> Excellent. That qualifies. I was worried for a minute that Brian was going to go get his guitar before he did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shelly, would you like the opportunity to hum the Jaws theme? Sure. Oh, I Ladies and gentlemen, that. this that, is the proximity effect in action. <laughs> well, that, that'll count for both, Dan, uh, on the Jaws theme bonus points. So... How did you end up scoring that round? Well, poorly, as usual, by King. There are so many rules. <laughs> Uh, I think, and I encourage my uh, math checking here, I think that Brian walked away mm -hmm. with that round with 26 points by my count. Yes. Followed Ooh. by Jason with 16, Kelly with 15, Shelly with 12, and Kathy sadly netted zero. I think you're okay. wrong. Okay, great. Because I think we have to subtract six points each from Brian and... Shelly, since they both submitted oh, Jaws. Yeah, that's a great call. So, I lied. I'm full of... I already submitted... Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Sorry. This is confusing. As usual. As usual. So it's... There's a second podcast where Dan yeah. and I simply discuss the rules uh, of this game. The friendly competition, it's, it's confusing competition is between Lex and Dan. I will agree with you. Let's see. So, uh, Shelly named... Uh, she got two unique movies, but she also hummed Jaws. So, in fact, she got 15 points. Right. Correct. Yes, that sounds right to me. So that's good. So Dan, what are the overall scores right now? I'm glad you asked, Lex, because we've never discussed this before. Brian still walked away with that round with 20 <laughs> points, followed by Jason with 16. Kelly and Shelly both got 15, and their names rhyme, and Kathy gets zero points. 
Well, and what does that do to the overall scores? Well, it is, uh, I would say we're in close contention. Uh, both Kathy and Kelly have 35 yeah. points each. Shelly has 38. Jason has 41. And Brian is currently in the lead with 44 points. 44. <laughs> this is a poetry in motion round. You're going to submit a poem this time. You are going to write an acrostic for either host's name. That would be... Either me or Dan. There are secret rules in this round, but write an acrostic using either my or Dan's name. By the way, your fellow contestants will vote on these poems, and you'll get five points for every vote that you receive. This is the just ego stroking me and Dan round, right? Like we're just we just want odes to ourselves, basically. I will admit, Dan, they both hummed Jaws more creatively than I would have. I only had in my head. I've never seen any of the Jaws sequels. Uh, there's one that is terrible. Well, there's several that are terrible, but there's one that uh, I mm-hmm. that I read the Wikipedia article about and thought was particularly terrible because it involves like I think the wife of Roy Scheider's character going to like the Caribbean and the shark follows her. Yes, that's <laughs> Jaws Revenge. In my head, it always was the shark on the plane with like a fedora and dark glasses, yeah. it's like it's in like a, a newspaper. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's the movie. Uh, my favorite Jaws sequel story is that uh, Michael Caine won an Oscar and was unable to accept it because he was shooting Jaws the Revenge. That is some serious oh. revenging. Life choices. But when people ask Michael Caine about Jaws the Revenge, he says, um, it bought me a very nice house. So Yeah. You I, know. It's, it's hard to fault, right? That's work. Even that surprises me because I'm like, I guess, I mean, geez, a lot of people went to that movie, I guess. Maybe it was a very nice kitchen yeah. in his house. I don't know, but it basically it was like, look, they paid me the check cleared. Yeah. That's all that Michael, matters. Michael Caine is one of those actors. He's like, he's just always working. He's always working. Mm. Have you ever heard the clip where Michael Caine does the impression of people impersonating Michael Caine? <laughs> like, I don't really do a Michael Caine, but he's like, yeah, people don't do it. They, they don't do it, right? They don't. And he does, he does like an even Michael Caine or Michael Caine. <laughs> well, it's, it's I always think of the, uh, it's the Rob Brydon, Steve Coogan doing the Michael Caine. Yes. I buried 15 yeah. Batmans. Batman. You're supposed to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> I can't do Michael Caine. It's not in my repertoire. My, yeah. Michael Caine. We've had multiple Batman references in this Batman. episode. Or Batman. Batman. We're still waiting for two poems. Lex, should we debate the nature of an acrostic? <laughs> Please. I would love to hear this. Does each... Like letter and acrostic, well, is it? Wait, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. we haven't got it. We're, we're, we'll wait for one more answer, and we'll debate it. Right. I mean, telling people who are struggling with the poem what an acrostic is might not be a good I idea. I, I don't, don't know. think they can listen to us while they're composing <laughs> acrostic. I think that would be very challenging. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but they may choose to listen and then compose. <laughs> oh, we're only waiting. There's no time limit in this. We're only waiting for one. Damned now. game. We are down. Yeah, we're down to one poem. Yeah, I, I forgot, because I, I didn't put it in my notes, but I think on these submission rounds where you have to create poetry and whatnot, that I'm going to make it that there's a penalty for being last versus a reward for being first. That's the, uh, Not this time, because I didn't say it ahead of time, but that'll be what happens next time. All right. If there is a next time, and there is. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a next time, Lex. We're still just waiting for one poem. I want to see if it keeps the streak alive. And the streak is, of course, all the poems are great. 
Totally, totally believable. Now, one time when we waited a long time for the fifth person to submit their answer, they had been disconnected, and that was Ooh. that was Gene McDonald. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, Gene. But Shelly, you're still there, correct? Hello, hello. I'm here. Okay. Testing, testing. But you did not yet submit your poem, right? I want to make sure it's not a technical. I'm issue. about to hit submit right okay. now. I see it. All answers are in. So, Dan, talk to me before we go through these well, answers. Well, okay, so about I, I looked up some acrostics, and I think that in uh, I think all of these qualify. So they decide the in an acrostic, uh, the first letter or syllable or word of each line or paragraph spells out a word, message, or the alphabet. I would say all of these, all of these qualify. Um, yes, and, I agree. Whoops. And then we did not specify in the rules whether they would use first names, last names, or both names. So I don't think that there is any Correct. rule and so, like ruling on that. No, I'm fine with that. There was, uh, as, as I warned you all ahead of time, there was a, you know some secret rules. And the secret rule for this round was uh, you would lose five points if you use the X in Lex not as the first letter of a word in your acrostic. Like if you try to do like exciting with the X capitalized, but that doesn't start with X. The good news is nobody did my name. So let's see if I can I think that's a very, very smart. I, I thought that would be tougher. <laughs> I, I started, for the record, I started to do Lex and then was like, oh, an X? That's a terrible oh, idea. It absolutely sucks. Lex yeah. explains the worst way to have an X. Is the, is the one in my head. <laughs> so Dan's going to read you five poems and you will vote for which one you like. Right, Dan, the that was best. more of an acronym. I, well, that's the question, but it's, it's, I still qualify that as an acrostic. If you hit return between the words, it's, it becomes an acrostic? Okay, sure. I mean, the, it, yeah. they are just one-line poems. It's a one-line right. of a sentence. You're right. Uh, all right. To judge art. Indeed. Let us start <laughs> with Let's judge it now. The, uh, the first one here. Drat! I can't believe it is another game show episode. I swore last time, never ever again, but here we are. Number two, devilishly clever, a great guy, never published a mystery novel. That may also be a haiku, I'm not sure. <laughs> number three, dynamic acrobatic numbering makes our references enormously nuanced. Ooh. Oh. Uh, number four, does amazing natter. And number five, maybe we can one day read another Extraction of Aleph novel. So those are your five poems. Uh, Drat, another game show episode. Devilishly clever, never published a mystery novel. Dynamic acrobatic numbering. Does amazing natter. And maybe one day, the Morin poem. So you're voting for your favorite. It's entirely your choice on which one you like the best. You're submitting your votes, and three of you have done so already. Can you run through the options again, please? Of course. Drat, I can't believe it's another game show episode. Devilishly clever, great guy never published mystery novel. Dynamic, acrobatic numbering. Does amazing natter. Maybe one day, maybe we can one day read another extraction of Olive novel. You know, while this is going on, I, I've, I've become obsessed with acrostics because there are uh, there was a local TV commercial that was um, uh, about a, oh, I forget what it is. It's like a, a carpet store and it's like carpets and more. 
and the more is an acrostic and the more it's the worst acrostic ever it's like making great decisions and uh might be great for your carpet of like what you can't do too oh is like originally uh was we didn't sell carpets but now we do i'm like what are you doing people why is this an acrostic at all acrostics are supposed to be like it's clever so you can remember things and bad acrostics are amazing the uh school by our house has a uh a pride, Edna pride. And the P it's all about like behaving during lunch. And I'm like, these kids are not going to remember these rules. It's like uh, previous rules are superseded by this list of rules. And yeah, anyway, it happens pretty regularly with congressional bills that are supposed to have some meaning. And then you look up the acrostic and it's just like, that's ridiculous. I mean, there's there's, acronyms are, problematic enough but have to every letter is like a random phrase it's like no no uh we we need a oh we need a clarification from shelly uh shelly yeah uh you had two there were two that you mentioned or two met the criteria i I meant the last last one one. okay thank you sorry i was i was making an editorial comment that's totally fine (laughs) got it all right, so the votes are all in. Um, two of them, to to Shelley's unintended point, uh, reference novels. Um, so Jason's poem about how Dan never published a mystery novel uh, scored two votes from both Kathy and Kelly. So that's 10 points for Jason. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Kelly, you wrote uh, Drat, I Can't Believe It's Another Game Show episode, and that received... Five. Uh, One vote from Jason. And Kelly was the first to submit her poem, so that's a bonus point. I will also say, just because you guys should all know these things, it was my favorite one. (laughs) Worth no points, but my favorite. (laughs) Um, Brian voted for dynamic acrobatic numbering, which came from Shelly. And Dan, what did I miss? Uh, Oh, there was the uh, other novel answer. Which oh that was yes, yeah, which, that's which Brian, which that's also one, got uh, five and he submits with his uh, vote first, so he got a bonus point for that. Nice. So we'll recap the scores for you in a little bit, but let's do one more round first, which is called Back to Back to the Future. Name three characters from Back to the Future, first and last names. You'll get six points for each unique Back to the Future character that only you provide. There is a secret rule for this round. It's only a positive rule. You can't go wrong. Can I? Is that a, is that a can't, you can't reuse your answer from the Spielberg challenge? round, Kathy. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I hold a minority opinion on Back to the Future, which is that for me, the second one is my favorite. The second one is also my favorite. Hey, look at that. I knew I liked you. I like mm. the second one. I think, I think there are also arguments oh. to be made that like in other franchises there are movies that are my favorite and movies that i think are probably better constructed like i think the first back to the future is is a pretty great construction of a film and it may be technically superior to the second movie but i like the second movie more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel that way about that's an indiana jones thing for me too i i think raiders is the better constructed movie but but last crusade holds a higher place in my heart i would agree with that Dan significantly. I love Last Crusade. Everything about it just makes me happy when I watch it. But if I had to be like a judge and sit and say, oh, this is a better film, like let's sit and I don't know, do a class or something about it, it would, Raiders would be that one. And Temple of Doom just doesn't (laughs) exist. Some excellent answers this round. I think we're still waiting for one more person. I'm going to need some rulings from you. (laughs) 
shocking, okay. Dan. You never need ruling. All right, let's evaluate these one by one. We're going to start with Brian, who submitted Clara Clayton, Buford Tannen, and Joey McFly. Brian, I'm delighted to report to you that um, the bonus points are five bonus points if you submit Buford, Mad Dog, Tannen, which indeed you did. Oh, my God, yes. Um, <laughs> but Joey is not a McFly, right? Joey is a Baines. Joey is no! Lorraine's uh, brother. <laughs> So I'm not going to count Joey wait, McFly because he wait, is not wait a McFly. Second. Did you say the Back to the Future series or just Back to the Future? I said, said from, from Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. So I did not clarify uh. whether it was the series <laughs> or the planet. Uh, uh, okay, so so wait before we before we finish with Brian. So Brian named two and got bonus points, which correct. means he's got 17. He also submitted first, so he gets a bonus point for that. Is that correct? Or are we invalidate that first? Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, that he did submit first because he okay. had he earned points on the round. Yeah. Kathy submitted Marty McFly, totally valid. Biff doesn't have a last name and then finally there is definitely a bunch of names here that i can't remember so that sounds like one valid answer because nobody else had <laughs> the confidence to submit marty mcfly Good move. That's, bold. that's strong that's bold. kathy really hey strong. i got one point i would just like to point that out that i now have gone forward i admire the point, strategy so I, I love it that's five points in fact five or oh, six i call it six i call it six, six. points um six points uh shelly submitted sam <laughs> Who is, who is, we're going to ignore that one. <laughs> uh, Mr. Strickland. And I, I I could be convinced that Mr. Strickland is a first and last name because I couldn't tell you what his first name is. And I feel like I really know those names well. Uh, and then George McFly, which is a valid uh, answer until the fact that Jason also submitted George McFly. So how many points do you want to give um, Shelly on that one? We'll, we'll count Mr. Strickland as okay, a, so a valid answer. Okay, so that's six. I discarded, well, six. I mean, I'm yeah. glad that I discarded him because Shelly picked him. But I, I, I was like, Mr. Mm. <laughs> I mean, first and last names were not required in the instruction. I believe actually first and last names were required in the instruction. Were required in the instruction. I thought it was full names. said first and last names are required. I did say first and last names, but I'm going to consider Mr. Strickland's first name. Jason, in addition to George McFly, submitted Goldie Wilson and Marvin Barry, two excellent, excellent answers. Well, I was stuck with the first movie because I didn't want to go with number two or number three in case that was wrong. And I was like, who do I know in this movie? Your cousin? Uh, Marvin? Does he have Marvin? Marvin I almost picked, yeah. Well, listen to this. Then we have Kelly's answers, which I will say get at least one point for creativity despite all being invalid answers here they are in full high school teacher Huey Lewis <laughs> the DeLorean <laughs> and in all caps the Libyans so I will award that one point for gumption gumption point so we can't prove that Huey Lewis's no. character's name is not Huey Lewis <laughs> Like, but his name is not high school teacher. I'm not trying to argue that it's, but like, <laughs> that's fair. he was a character, but he didn't have a first and last name. But we all know he was in the movie. It's not like oh, I made yeah. that up. But that wasn't the question. You did the not? question wasn't name some people in Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, true, Dan, the but... final tally for that round was? The final tally for that round was Brian walked away with 18 points. Jason had 12 Kathy and Shelly both had six, and Kelly got a gumption point. <laughs> so I'll take we'll it. do a, a full score update after this next round. I want to warn you ahead of time, the last vote, the last submission for this round will lose a point, okay. because this is a submit-your-own-creative-response round. This is an oh-my-pod round. I guess round. Old, man, old Man Peabody would have counted as a first and last name, too? Or what about <laughs> I we think so. submit Old Peabody, me, man's his middle name? <laughs> we'll do a sub. Old <laughs> Peabody. <laughs> Please, old man Peabody's I'm my father. I'm old, old man Peabody. Um, write the podcast. 
Read the podcast description for the following obscure podcast. The podcast is called The In Squash Podcast. So you're going to write a sentence or two about what the heck is The In Squash Podcast. How is that punctuated and spelled? It's uh, four unique words. The In, I-N, Squash, S-Q-U-A-S-H, Podcast. The others are going to vote for your uh, vote for answers. They're going to vote for the one they think is right. So you're trying to fool everybody else. Please, old man. You're playing Balderdasher, Jackbox Games, or another show on the Incomparable we won't mention. <laughs> so what do you think the In Squash podcast is all about? That Back to the Future round was a roller coaster, Lex. That's all I want to say. I, I feel that <laughs> I was, was up, I was down. Some... I'm glad we went through it one by one. <laughs> I, I think that was the way to go. I think that was because there were a lot of questions. And I still have a lot of questions. I mean... <laughs> Well, what I was impressed by was my brain immediately went into panic with Joey McFly. I'm like, I really don't think he is. So I had to look it up while everyone else was submitting. So I was pleased that I was right. I gave myself a point on that. Nice. Well, you're at one. I don't think you're going to win. Let me be clear. I think in friendly competition, Dan, we're all winners, especially the winner. Except for those, I mean, you know, you have to spend all your time coming up with this. Does that make you a winner or a loser? I think the question is fair. (laughs) It is. It is. I used to think that this was an easy game show to write, yeah, Dan, yeah. and to avoid repeating myself. Oh, that's the problem. I would say it is a hard game. That is the trick, honestly. <laughs> right. You get, I mean, 30 episodes of Inconceivable, and let me tell you, I've become close <laughs> to repeating some questions. <laughs> I... It's cute for, that you would think that the players would know if it was... Ah, repeat. but it's not the players you're worried about. It's the audience. <laughs> it's the, li- it's the listeners. True. They'll tell you. <laughs> believe me. You will get emails. <laughs> I still get, I still get complaints engagement. about Dan Conceivable. <laughs> They're mostly from Dan, though. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> I think we're only waiting for two more people, so you're not yet the person who lost a point for submitting one. I think we're only waiting up. for one, Lex, and there it is. You're right. All right. So we, uh, we'll shuffle these up for Dan as he reads them oh, all. Wait, so here. I know who's first and who's last, which I'm going to do before we mention this. Give me one second. One for that. And there it is. Okay. What was the, we agree. What was the penalty for the last negative answer, one? Just Lex? just the loss of one negative point for one. being last. I'm not going to say that it was Shelley, right. but it was Shelley. So, uh, Dan is now going to read you. I feel singled <laughs> out. All Dan's going to read you six possible descriptions of the In Squash podcast because one of these is the real description. Uh, so you're going to try to vote for the right one, and you'll earn points if people vote for yours. So, Dan, what the heck is the In Squash podcast? The In Squash Podcast. Bill and Sam break down the weekly vegetable news. The In Squash Podcast. The squash podcast that we've all been waiting for. Interviews and conversations with world-class players, coaches, squash media, referees, and enthusiasts, and anyone else who is a friend of the game. (laughs) The In Squash Podcast. Three chefs gather to discuss the most delicious choices for fillings for butternut squash. Each Each episode features a lightning round in which the hosts argue for the best dried fruit choice. The In Squash Podcast. It's time to discuss the latest squash news and strategies starring Benedict Gallivant and pretty boy Willis Dumblefast, two professional squashmen. The In Squash Podcast. The In Squash Podcast is a podcast about how to hide more vegetables in your recipes so your family is eating healthier without knowing it. The In Squash Podcast, a contrary take on politics from two veteran political consultants covering backroom deals and gossip from D.C. squash courts. 
So now, please use the form to submit your votes. Do you think it's Bill and Sam breaking down the weekly vegetable news? Uh, squash media referees, enthusiasts, and others. Three chefs discussing the most delicious fillings. Squash news and strategies with Benedict and Pretty Boy. Uh, hiding more vegetables in your recipes. Or a contrary take on politics from two veteran political consultants. All right, the votes are in. Brian, you voted uh, for veteran political consultants, as did Kathy. Was that the right answer? Jason said. No, it wasn't. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Jason. I, the odd one out, guys. I, I thought oh, that I it would so not be about that too. <laughs> actually about vegetables or the game of squash. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Shelly voted for the uh, hiding vegetables answer. Was that the right answer? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kelly's. Um, and Jason, you voted for Squashman. Was the Squashman answer correct? Brian. Oh, it? it was not correct. Oh. I wasn't sure which Bri- one you Brian, meant, I know but, you put um... a lot of work into those fake names, but... <laughs> So, but the uh, word, Dan, could you read them again? Because I don't but have the phrase "professional squashman" is what sold me. That's what sold me. Squashman, Wow, that is a that is a squashman yeah. if I've ever heard one. <laughs> then Kelly went for the squash media enthusiasts, which is indeed the right answer. to podcast ads, interviews, and conversations. This was the list. How could I not pick this one? World-class players, coaches, squash media, referees, and enthusiasts. I have to imagine that's five people total. Well, some of them are the know. same people. Wes. I mean, if it had been the one I liked the best, that's the one because squash media caused me to crack up instantly. Squash media was very, very welcome to squash to media. As well. <laughs> Are you part of big squash media? Oh, squash Twitter. Oh, I, I'm an independent squash medium. And... <laughs> so, Dan, uh, I believe the points on that round ranged from negative one to ten. Indeed. Is that right? Indeed. Kelly got the correct answer and somebody over first. She got ten points. Jason got two votes for ten points. Brian got six points. Kathy got a point. And Shelly got negative one points. So, Dan, what does that do to the overall scores of the game? Well, there's a bigger range than there was before, I'll tell you that. Uh, Kathy <laughs> has 42 points. Shelly has 48 points. Kelly has 52 points, which is not too far. But then we've got a twosome at the top. Jason with 73 and Brian with 74. It is <gasps> it's tight at the top. Wow. That's a spicy That's meatball. meatball. There have been... <laughs> You know, rounds in the writing of this game that have made me laugh for different reasons. This one, I think, made me laugh the loudest in my own home office all by myself. So this round is called Get Lucky by the Numbers. Send us three numbers. <laughs> That's it. That's the round. Send oh, us three like, numbers. Oh, there, there are, are secret rules Wait, are for this round. Wait, nope, those are secret rules. Oh, my God, Lex. There's a lot of secret rules. <laughs> There's so many rules. When Dan said he wasn't going to be able to score this game and I knew I had to score this round all by myself, I was very sad. So I I'm am still not glad. glad. Dan is here. And we'll talk it out. I just got to the end of the rules, Lex. <laughs> oh, so many okay, good answers so far. You wouldn't think it necessarily. I'm, making, I'm adding, some, right. I'm adding, I'm going to make this easier for me to score. All right. <laughs> So, first, let me just share everybody's answers. Uh, everybody's in. Yes, Kathy was first. She submitted 472 and 984. Brian submitted 48, 90, and 3. Shelly submitted 94, 167, and 4. That's the second 4, if you're keeping track. Jason submitted pi, 3, and 212. Three. <laughs> Kelly... Kelly submitted four, oh, the third God. four, oh, 1,138, 
and 12 Pro. 12 I want to Pro. point out there are infinite numbers, and three of you picked four, and two of you picked three. However, none of the rules said the numbers have to be exclusive. They don't have to be unique. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so here are the rules. Number one, you gain one point for any non-integers. Yeah! So I believe I there you go. 12 Pro, I guess, is not a number, so we'll consider that not an integer. And then okay. Pi is not an integer, so that's it's one point each for of, Jason and for Kevin. the opposite of an integer. You gain five points for any negative numbers. Nobody oh, submitted negative we're positive numbers. Here. You gain you gain ten points for any imaginary numbers. No. I don't, I don't think, think anything any qualifies. No. You gain two points for odd numbers and three points for even <laughs> numbers. So let's skip to the next one first and uh, I'll go back and score it. Okay. You lose five points for any numbers greater than a thousand unless you use commas within those numbers properly. <laughs> Only Kelly submitted a number greater than a thousand and she did not put a comma in it, so she does not. Nobody is AP style. <laughs> so she compliant. does indeed lose right, five points. So, <laughs> it's because I put commas between each of them, otherwise, it would have had one. That's what it is. should have switched to semicolons. <laughs> yeah. Need a better delimiter for the next time I'm Kathy went with new lines, yes. as did Shelly. And now that I know I can do new lines, thing. I'm doing it. So Dan is now tallying your odd and even numbers. <laughs> we love you, yeah. Dan. <laughs> this, this is what I was thinking of when I said that I want to not repeat myself. I'm not sure he's going to believe that for a while. That's why Lex was laughing, because he knew what and Dan it's was true. It's true. I also <laughs> just thought that send three numbers was funny. <laughs> like, that yep. is very funny. It and is I think. You could do this round again, but change the rules, <laughs> but not all of the rules. Some of the rules have to be the same so that nobody can game the system. So, uh, an so answer I wish I'd used, and I probably would have gotten one ruling for you, Lex. Are we considering 12 Pro an odd number or even number? Does it matter? We'll consider it neither. Okay. This is a hey. lower scoring round than you might think. <laughs> yep, it's true. Points range from zero to seven. They're, they're to eight, down actually. Uh, Jason got eight points. Oh, um, right. And then both Shelly and Brian got seven. Kathy got six. And Kelly somehow netted out at zero, which was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you got ten points I'm... for getting zero in this round somehow. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'll Very well it. done. Yeah. Um, this next round is called Restaurants and Raves. It's because of the word rants is the end of uh, restaurants. Restaurants. Restaurants and rants. Restaurants if you're from uh, somewhere that they pronounce it like that. <laughs> Send us four chain restaurants in alphabetical order. You will receive points only for those restaurants whose initial letter no one else uses. It's eight points per restaurant. There is a secret bonus uh, thing for this round. So four chain restaurants alphabetically, but you only get points if yours is the uh, if your restaurant starts with an initial letter that nobody else's well, restaurant starts with. What kills me with. in this game, Lex, is not always the secret rules the extra rules it's the fact that the number of points changes even for the rounds that are similar <laughs> yeah, well i will tell you there is at least a science to it in that i think about how hard or easy i think okay. it is to come sure. up with those sure. things. all right that doesn't make it good but it is there, there's at least thought yes. i gotta I, I already have a question <laughs> congratulations to kathy who already has at least one point this round i will take my one point I've, I've answered my own question for myself. I also, I think that's a fun side <laughs> factor of this game is that Dan has questions. And I, Dan only has good questions. I'm, I have no problem with Dan's questions. Oh, good. It's triggered. 
In case anyone is wondering as the final answers come in, yes, the secret bonus points have been earned this round. Lex, definitely have a question. Is it, ti- is it time for, bo- for, for guys' night out at Chili's? <laughs> I've eaten at Chili's with Jason. I also was invited to a guy's night out because the wrong Jason got on the invite from Lex. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I said, I, I, if I could get there, I would do it. That was so long ago. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> There's some real interesting things happening this round. I'm babbling here. Friendly competition. Friendly competition. competition oh, Jason friendly. sent us a screenshot of all of his tracks. For <laughs> Everyone views song. each other with suspicion. All right, all answers are in. Interestingly, I'm just going to repeat the rules of this round. It's two. The, the round is, it has ended, other than scoring. It said, send us four chain restaurants in alphabetical order. The final two people to submit submitted three restaurants each. So that's we'll just <laughs> also do that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Kathy submitted BJ's, Chili's, Golden Corral, and Red Robin. <laughs> Brian submitted KFC, Popeyes, Tasty Burger, and Wall Burgers. Jason submitted In and Out, Olive Garden, comma the. <laughs> <laughs> Veggie Grill and Wendy's. Uh, Kelly submitted Applebee's, Dunkin' Donuts, and Quiznos. And Shelly submitted Blimpy's, El Chilito, and Grandy's. That middle one is a, a local chain, but it's a chain. Okay. It's I've, a chain. Dan and I have heard of Blimpy's. I don't know Grandy's either. I don't know Grandy's, but I've confirmed El Chilito has at least three locations, it looks like. So here's a couple things so, while Dan is researching. Or I'm sad about it, but we Olive Garden to- doesn't have a the. So I don't know why he wrote Olive Garden kind of a the, but it's an O either way. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear that it starts with an O. When you're your family, <laughs> let's just leave out random words. It's fine. So the good news for Brian is that uh, you do get six bonus points if you choose KFC, which indeed he did. Um, I grew up not kosher, and then when it, by the time I was uh, six or so, my family became kosher. But I still didn't have to eat kosher at restaurants because I was such a picky eater that it would have been too hard for me. But I had to switch to being kosher by the time of my bar mitzvah. So the week before my bar mitzvah, my aunt took me out to KFC for my last meal of sin, and it was excellent. Um, wow. Oh, my God. That's hardcore. Then in my 20s, I stopped being kosher again. Yeah. Uh, went right back to KFC. So, was your Yeah, I was going to say, was uh, your first meal KFC? I celebrated a non-kosher day July 18th, 2002 and it wasn't the first meal of the day but i did go there <laughs> yeah it was after i had graduated from college and i took a far more observant person than i to go with me and he felt guilty afterwards and i did not it was great uh, so. good good test. good test dan is still scoring wow. these up um did you did you research grandies as well dan grandies is valid yes. all right great what kind of food did they have at grandies shelly it's a sort of like a hardy's or oh. it's a chip burger joint nice. kind of place and Kelly and Shelly, you went with three restaurants because that's all you had? <laughs> because my brain was still on the last round and did three. I, 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 apparently, I can't hear instructions sometimes, so it's entirely I thought you said three, that's so fine. I give you three. Like, it looks to me like Dan really is still tabulating. Or all of you scored very few points. I don't... It's just one of these. It's hard to... Yeah, got to look at all the letters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Waiting for Dan to finish tabulation. 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 Are tabulation. we scoring for people who for people who who put in three? Those, are, we, are there those full three points play, available? Yeah. Okay. So it looks to me like uh, B's and W's are eliminated, ah. and G's. B's, W's, and G's are all eliminated. I think that is correct. 
That's one letter off from my initials, BWH. All right, so Dan, you did the work you shared. All right, so uh, Shelly netted eight points for a single restaurant. Uh, Kathy netted two unique ones and got her answer in first for 17. Both Jason and Kelly got 24 points for three uniques. Brian, I think, walked away with a huge round again because he got four. Uh, he got three out of four plus those six bonus points mm-hmm. for 30, 30 total. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> took a yeah, if you've ever eaten KFC, KFC the next day, tell you it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> the double-double at KFC <laughs> is the thing that really leaves a mark. Uh, before, uh, we'll do a score update after this next round. <laughs> this round is called... Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> this round is called An Animal, An Inspiring Woman, and a cheese. Put together a fun sentence that includes one famous animal, one inspiring woman, and one specific cheese. You'll get five points for each unique thing and arbitrary bonus points for me and Dan. Here's an example. You can't use any of these. I can't believe that Porky Pig stole that block of creamy Havarti cheese from Gloria Steinem. So it's an animal, an inspiring woman, and a cheese in sentence form. A famous animal, that we should clarify. A famous animal. But it can be a famous fictional or real animal. Either of those would be allowed. Ah. That's right. Whoa. But, okay. But not a type of animal, but a specific. Right, a giraffe animal. isn't a famous animal. Yeah. Okay. So not a wolverine, Wait, but that's right. the wolverine. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if the wolverine I'm clarifies. S- I'm not sure that's an animal, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> I'll even, just because I'm so nice, I pasted this round's description in Slack in case anybody wants to read it. Thank you. Thank you. Saving it for future generations. <laughs> I did model how I handle this game the way Dan models Inconceivable. So there are old spreadsheets for every previous iteration of the game. Just like Dan well, has. You want the you want the full experience. You want the archives, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be able to look stuff up because sooner or later somebody comes to you and says, "On this episode, which I just listened to, it was episode twelve, and you said the answer to this question was blah." And the answer I want to tell you six years later, it's blah. <laughs> One day, Jason Snell is going to create an even higher, incomparable membership level where you get to read the spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a great idea. Let the record and, show. And all, and Glenn is removed from all the podcasts. That's, that's <laughs> go together, right? That's how it escalates. Let the record show that three answers were already submitted, and they were all submitted within one second of each other. Ooh. <gasps> wow, Ooh. man! Somebody also eked it out there. Yeah. Brian came in at uh, as at my time zone, one o four and thirty four seconds, and then both Kathy and Jason came in at one o four and thirty five seconds. Close. Close. Sometimes wow. it's just your day, Brian. <laughs> this really is everything today is, today. is that day. I'm going to celebrate with some KFC. Hey, Truge, we're getting KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing compares to Truge. <laughs> How did two... Okay, yep. yep. All right. We've already got our first dupe. That is impressive. What? <laughs> what? I did not think that was likely in this round, and yet... <laughs> Listen, once we had three fours, I knew it was all over for uniqueness. <laughs> I mean, really, as soon as you schedule the game, it's all over. Oh, my God. There's so many numbers. There's literally... I don't know. I don't know if it's what I wanted to happen or not, but I'm still... I am still reeling from the three fours and two threes. (laughs) Well, I started with four eight fifteen, and then I was like, no. We're still waiting for one more sentence. I'm not last. Okay. As long as you're not Shelly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Last I checked, so, no. much, so much Shelly is handcrafting her answers, okay? Exactly, I, it's artisanal I like an artisanal it's answer, Bespoke. I gotta say That's good, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, I'm here, yo 
<laughs> yeah, let me tell you, when you spend a bunch of extra time on your answer, you don't end up with any points, because it turns out it was only 30 seconds, Shelly. Where? Where? <laughs> oh, oh my god, Dan. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> Just really I am quick. amazed. This Off statistical the top of unlikeliness. Head, there's, there's no penalty or points for this. How many inspiring women do you think there are in world history? Just uh, anyone. <laughs> More than oh, three? Gosh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I know where you're going with this, and the I do the too. fact that you structured the sentence the way that you did, like there's a few. I don't that think you mind. know. I don't think you know where this is going. But then I will say okay, that the one I submitted was my third choice, so I can't wait to see what we all do. Put Dan, go ahead. You can read it. All right. Yeah. I know. We'll start with Brian. Brian wrote, Jane Goodall always dreamed of psychoanalyzing Donkey Kong, and it finally came true after eating some several months expired Oaxaca cheese. And I consider all three of those to, to satisfy. That's an inspiring woman, a, a famous animal, and a cheese. Uh, that's followed by Kathy. Kathy wrote, Oprah met her favorite presidential dog, Bo, and brought him some of her favorite goat cheese. An unintentionally sad submission since Bo recently passed. I know. Oh no! It's true. I had to I honor him. With and again, my... uh, an inspired woman, <laughs> famous animal, and cheese. Excellent. Jason wrote: Despite Felix the cat looking on plaintively, Sally Ride ate all the manchego herself oh, in space. <laughs> again, three three perfect answers, and all unique as far as I know so far, Dan. Well, <laughs> Kelly wrote. So far, so good. Kelly wrote, you haven't heard the famous story about how Punxsutawney Phil ate way too much pepper jack and hurled all over Sally Ride. <laughs> oh, it's Sally Ride again. But it's Sally Ride again. No one will come up with another Sally Ride. Shelly wrote, Sally Ride found, to her sadness, <laughs> that neither Spuds McKenzie or Cream Cheese were allowed on the space shuttle, which is in direct contravention. No, I guess Manchego allowed Cream Cheese not so much. If you're not familiar with Spuds McKenzie, it's barely cheese. Uh, Spuds McKenzie is a, a fictional dog from Bud Light ad campaigns. Yes. If you're not familiar with Spuds McKenzie, ask your parents. Right. Mm -hmm. So we did have three Sally rides. Wow. Congrats, everyone. First, I mean, I'm glad she made such an impression. In space. I, I was yeah, trying sure. really hard for an Ada Lovelace, Inspiring. and it just didn't work. And then I moved on. Who was the second one I moved on to? Oh, well, anyway, Sally Ride was my third I choice. I kept going. Somebody no, there's no her. Sally Somebody Ride statue in San Diego anywhere. Her. It's really criminal. Uh, I need as, to get on that. As Al Green once sang, rides, Sally Rides. Um, mm -hmm. So, Dan, what were the scores <laughs> for that round? Well, with uh, three dupes there, Jason, Kelly, and Shelly all scored 10 points. Kathy got 15 because she had three uniques, and Brian got 16 for three uniques and our first submission. There is also an opportunity, I believe, for arbitrary bonus points. That's right. Would you like to give any arbitrary bonus points like? I'm going to give bonus points to Kathy. I'm going to give four of them to Kathy because I have met two of the people referenced in her submission. I met Oprah, who has touched me physically wow. twice. And I met, you uh, cheese? <laughs> I met I met uh, not Bo, but Bo's owner <laughs> once at his home at the time. Oh, God. Oh, That's... wow. You didn't get, I'm sorry you didn't get to meet yeah. Bo, though. I met, that would have I, been... I met Sally Ride. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I subtract... Only if Kelly and I, I also I subtract did. five bonus points I from Kong. Lex for Glenning. Uh, I am going to give... <laughs> I'm at negative four. For this episode. Uh, I'm going to give a bonus point to each of our Sally Ride enthusiasts <laughs> nice. based on per simply the arbitrary fact that my mother's name is Sally. Oh, I love that. Okay. My grandmother's name is Sally. <laughs> is my oh, grandmother see? Dan's mom? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Are you Batman and Super? Man? <laughs> Why didn't I go less? with Emma Goldman? Emma's my mom's name. I should have gone with Emma Goldman. Uh, Dan, do a quick score recap for us before we enter the, the final 
I don't know, quartet uh, of the show. <laughs> I would be delighted. As we all know, the, the scores in this show are very volatile, and that's continued. Shelly has 74 points. Kathy has 84. Kelly has 87. Jason has 116. Bit of a jump there. And Brian has 127 still in the lead. But everything can change. I genuinely believe that anything can and will change. Uh, this round is called Al's Well That Ends Well. <laughs> Name three famous Al's. Famous can be defined as Dan or I have heard of them. These can be Al's, Alan's, Alfred's, etc. You'll get eight points for each unique Al. We're looking for three famous Al's. I was going to make a joke and I realized Uniqueness no, I, counts. I, can't, I can't mention. Uniqueness does count. That's Uniqueness right. does count. I want to telegraph any Al suggestions. So does knowing me well help or hurt? <laughs> yes, well, that's a great question. Do they have to have been called Al, or we're just, we, no. like you said, we're accepting everything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> three, well, not this, four, not two, three. Three. How not many? five. Three Al's, and wow, the first two in already have some dupes. <laughs> there aren't many Al's. Kathy is playing the, the Arnie Neatkamp version of Friendly Competition right now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to let you decide for yourself how you want. Oh, to I score love it! I think it's fantastic. All right! Yay! <laughs> I will accept that as opposed. Well, we're waiting for roughly six more owls, if my math is correct. Now just three. <laughs> if I keep up the bonus points uh, for Glenning, I have more to give out. <laughs> I know you do, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not right. winning this round. <laughs> Lex, Lex, you, you may not remember this, but I oh, recorded a podcast in your offices. Oh, that's true. I do remember When that. Alan Alda was present. <laughs> How did I forget Alan Alda? So I just want to say before we get too far, oh. Shelly submitted four Al's. <laughs> I, I, I actually, she also picked the one that I was going to make the joke about, which I think gets a point. Uh, well, we'll, Thanks, we'll get Dan. I, I wanted the joke so badly that I had to. Yeah, All right, so I'm 100 on board for it. I had I had like three joke answers that I didn't submit. So, yeah. so um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian submitted Alfred Pennyworth, uh, Albert Einstein, and Al Green. That's to the great disappointment of <sighs> Kathy, who submitted Al Green, Alfred Pennyworth, <laughs> and Tim Allen. I will count Tim <laughs> Allen as an Al because I, I admire it. Oh. Kelly submitted. Kathy, I usually like being on the same wavelength as you, but not this time. I know. I just, uh, can we, I, I would like to reaffirm my answer for Alfred, uh, please. If you could read the complete answer that Alfred. You did write Alfred Pennyworth, Pennyworth in parentheses question mark. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was correct were, on that. You did so nail his I last just, name. I, I Sadly, just, it was yes. a duplicate, but yes, you were correct. That's okay. I don't care. I got it correct. And that's all that really matters. She to just my wants heart. points for knowing the thing. Kelly came in yes. with Al Roker, Al Yankovic, <sighs> and Al DeVecchio. Jason had Al Green, Alan Shepard, and Alan Alda. Shelly had Alan Rickman, Al Franken, Alan Simpson, and Call Me Al from the Paul Simon song. <laughs> 
Yes. After we started scoring the round, Jason submitted Jason's joke answers, which were Al Roker, Alvin, and the Chipmunks, and Byron Allen. I was actually just talking about Alvin today <laughs> with my kids, because if it's Alvin and the Chipmunks, does that mean that Alvin is not a chipmunk? And is Diana Ross a supreme? I don't know. But so, let's see here. Um, just because we can, we'll do a bonus point for three different people. I've met Alan y- Al Yankovic, Alan Alda, and Al Franken, so we'll give each of those an extra bonus point, too. <laughs> um, and then, Dan, you're figuring out unique gals. What, what did we end up with? Uh, well, whose bonus points? You gave a bonus point to Shelly, a bonus point. Yes, Shelly, Jason, and Kelly. Each okay. named an Al I've met. And I'm giving a bonus point to Shelly for uh, Call Me Al, which was in my head <laughs> when we read the question. So uh-huh. with that, Shelly won that round with 26 points. Uh, Kelly had 25, close second. <sighs> Jason had 17 Brian had nine, and Kathy had eight. And let it be known, four of you now are in the hundos, and one of you is Kathy. So this next round, (laughs) (laughs) she's very close. Wait, I'm the only... In this group, I'm the only one that submitted Al Yankovic. Yeah, I know that was. Out. I just didn't I just think everyone that was worried, right? Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's too easy. Everyone for Lex, thought but you took the bold. Was a little on the nose. Oh yeah, I, I definitely you took thought. bold action and it paid off. It did. It worked out. Uh, this next round is carbon dating. We're going to deduct one point from whoever submits last. Uh, fool your your fellow contestants. You'll be trying to guess the real answer. What happened besides the birth of Dan Morin? What happened on April twenty eighth, nineteen eighty? Thanks for doxing me, Lex. (laughs) You can feel free to censor that if you'd like. (laughs) No, that's really, it doesn't matter. So besides that, what happened on April 28th, 1980? Uh, It was a cold day. (laughs) The sea was angry that day, my friend. The sea was angry. I remember it well. (laughs) I thought it was extra fun when you weren't going to be on this episode, but that's what I had happened to pick as the date but it's even you happened, more fun like you, you threw a dart, you threw a dart at a calendar, and that was just happened to be the day that popped up. So what I typically do is I just pick a day at random and then try to find an interesting thing. And surprisingly, there are days where really nothing interesting happened. Like you can find like horrible things that happen or depressing things that happen, but to find like something that's, you know, worth this round. Not, I mean, I don't think that's surprising. I mean, Lex, I've been through a lot of days, and a lot of them, nothing <laughs> interesting happens. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of crappy days out there. You're not wrong. We'll remind you that other people are voting on your answers here. So, just so you know. I'm making some of them into full sentences because I'm Thank so you. generous. <laughs> wow, look at all these answers. I guess they're all in, right? Yep. Okay. It's, it's always hard because I paste in an extra one. It's weird. You ask for people to answer questions and then they do it. So, Dan's going to read you six possible options for what happened on April 28th, 1980, besides his very own birth. All right, April 28th, 1980, a day that you'll live in infamy. Uh, your first option is on April 28th, 1980, Ronald Reagan was shot. Your next option is on April 28th, 1980, Ronald Reagan won the Super Tuesday primaries, locking up the Republican nomination. And then was sh- No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> your third option is on April 28th, 1980, Thomas. Thomas Tex Settle, the U.S. aviator who set the world altitude record of 61,000 feet, sadly passed away at the age of 84. Your next option is on April 20th, 1980. It was the date of the latest Easter Sunday ever in recorded history. Your next option is on April 28th, 1980, the mission to rescue the Iran hostages failed. And your next option and final option is on April 28th, 1980, the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the Nat- National History Museum remodel occurred. 
So you're going to vote for one of those. Ronald Reagan was shot. He won the Super Tuesday primaries. Thomas Tex Settle passed away. Uh, The latest Easter Sunday in recorded history. The mission to rescue the Iran hostages failed. Or the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the National History Museum. Uh, I will point out that Kathy violated Jeopardy rules and voted before all answers were in. But there was no penalty against doing so. Yeah, we're not playing That's Jeopardy. It. She also managed to perfectly cancel out the fact she was the last person to submit an <laughs> yes, answer. And the first person to submit <laughs> her, her, uh, yeah, her vote. So there you go. Jason submitted a blank answer. No, he submitted three, but it's way far over on the right. Okay, there we go. <laughs> do I format that as a number? Do I need to put no, in you're, quotes? You're good. You're good. Um, right. one, two, three. That's everybody voted. All right. So Jason did vote for number three, which was the one about Thomas Tech Settle. That is what happened on April 28th, 1980. Ah, that means oh. the. F- you said that you were looking for something interesting that wasn't sad. <laughs> but he so got the World Altitude record. You know who else knew that it was Texas death? It was Kathy. So both Kathy and Jason got the right answers. Uh, Brian was fooled by Kathy because he went with the National National History Museum's ribbon cutting. Uh, Kelly went for Reagan won the primaries, which was Jason's fakery. And Shelly voted for the latest Easter Sunday, which was Brian's, which I was sure nobody would vote for. So shows how little I know. <laughs> I just figured if it happened once, it could happen again but i don't really know how easter works <laughs> i i Me also either. was for a second like i thought he meant it was the is the most recent easter mm. <laughs> i was like that's that's patently untrue <laughs> i know that jewish holidays can change when they are because they're on a different calendar but i don't know maybe easter changes too yeah. since then yeah, easter as, sunday's as been on who, a tuesday it's weird yeah i know right as somebody who has to vaguely follow easter for family reasons i every single year say so when is Easter again? And somebody in my family looks at me disappointed. Sunday. What I do is I show thank up at a shopping you, mall and it's closed. And I go, oh, yeah. right. I think the question yeah, is, why isn't it always day. right after Passover, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. The good news is now everybody's in the hundreds. The scores range between 100 oh. and 141. Nope, 143. Um, 143. We have, we have a leaderboard change. A leaderboard change. Dan, break it down for us. Yeah, well, so yep. Shelly cracked the 100 mark. Uh, Kathy is at 102. Uh, Kelly's at 113. Brian Hamilton has fallen to second place with 141, and Jason Snell has leaped into first with 143. No! Two Ooh, rounds so remain. This is everyone's least favorite round, except me, Limerictionary. <laughs> You're going to write oh. an original limerick on a topic oh. provided by the previous episode's champion. In this case, the previous champion is Gene McDonald. I want you all to take a moment, whether you know Gene or not, what topic would Gene suggest for a limerick? And if you guessed... Star Trek Voyager. If you guessed natural yep. disasters, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> so your fellow contestants will vote for their favorite limerick. Uh, and we'll award potential bonus points to our favorite limerick. Each, each time I do this game, I debate, maybe I'll submit a limerick too and see if I can siphon off votes from others. But I know the topic first. That seems so unsporting. Do it. Exactly. So you're writing us a limerick on natural disasters. And what is this show, if not sporting? That's right. All we care about is sporting. We will deduct a point from the last limerick submitter because we are cruel, cruel people. Wow. And this will I be the we final round before limerick the final round. Limerick about a natural disaster? That's right. A limerick about a natural disaster. Okay. Okay. Just rolls off the tongue. Poetry gets into difficult topics, Dan. True, true. Uh, you have to delve into the, I don't know, terrible happenings to find the light. I, I don't know anything about poetry. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I, I was an English major. To review the rules for the final round, but I'm trying something different this time. Yeah, I see that, and I don't understand. <laughs>
I am not sure at all how that works. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it, though. I, I believe... I might have to tweak the numbers a little bit, but I believe we're going to be able to set it up where anything can happen. <laughs> Just by those rules, I, it feels like anything can happen. <laughs> Literally anything. Yeah. Dan, now that you... After you won the very first uh, mm -hmm. edition of this game, you volunteered yeah. to be the scorekeeper, a decision you've regretted every day since. This is true. Have you ever regretted <laughs> not being able to play? <laughs> uh, you know, every once in a while, maybe, but I also, you know, scoring is its own reward. <laughs> There's a lot of question marks in that. There's times where you're like, ah, I know three numbers. <laughs> I could do this. Except when four are wanted. <laughs> I could be a contender. Wow, the Limerick's also coming in fast and furious together. The first, the first three came within 10 Lex's seconds of Lex's favorite time. movie series, by the way. <laughs> I've seen all of them with Dan. Name a Fast and Furious character. No, <laughs> can't. I try really hard Name to make three. it work. If it's trivia, it's 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 easy trivia. Because the point is not like to test your knowledge. It's to test your uniqueness. Like, I think Back to the Future was maybe the most esoteric knowledge you've had to have to have characters for his last name. But see, Lex, the problem is, is you also have to know names. <laughs> And I don't know if you can tell. That is definitely it's not probably my the strong thing that suit. Lauren Friedman uh, finds most frustrating about me. And there are so many things to choose from. But like, when we talk about a TV <laughs> show or a book or a movie, I don't know any characters' names. Like, you know, the one guy said oh, yeah. to the person, "I don't know any of them." See, that's, that's me. The exact that's inverse me. of my relationship with my wife, where I remember everybody's name, and she's like, "You know that guy," and she makes up names. The guy with for the them. beard, right? She makes up names for them. <laughs> I'm beardy. Yeah. I'm always so jealous of Dan when he reads limericks. So I'm going to read the limericks this time just Ooh. because I can. All right. Sure. Um, I'm shuffling them too, just just in case you have guesses as to who was first and who was last. All right. Here are your, your five natural disaster limericks. There once was a hurricane named Lana who hit land in Louisiana. She twirled and swirled and furled and curled, but also said sorry to Hannah. Uh, there once was a massive typhoon. It happened on Easter at noon. The winds were as high as an elephant's eye. Now my big screen TV's on the moon. <laughs> Whoa! There so once was an earthquake in Greece, and people escaped to the streets. They ran and they screamed, till later it seemed, they're no longer locked in their lease. <laughs> there once was an earthquake from San Fran who said, I'll shake everything that I can. They went all around, rumbling things down, and mountains soon all became flatland. And finally, Pacific earthquakes won't stop. Elsewhere, tornadoes will pop. I've found a safe place. I've moved into space. I guess you could say I'm on top. So there's a hurricane named Lana, a massive typhoon, uh, and the TV on the moon, the earthquake in Greece, the earthquake from San Fran, and Pacific earthquakes that won't stop. And the votes are coming in. If you didn't remember, you're voting for your favorites. And Dan, wow, this I, I feel like I saw this coming. Yeah, yeah there, it does right seem there. like it's been a runaway round here. Yeah. So four of you voted for the same limerick. That means everybody who didn't write it, <laughs> only the person who wrote it didn't vote for it, which makes sense. So uh, we'll note first that Shelley voted for the earthquake in Greece, which was Brian's submission. But that means Kathy, Brian, Jason, and Kelly all voted for Shelley's poem about the massive typhoon that happened on Easter at noon. <laughs> wow. That nice. was a wow. perfect rhyme scheme. limerick round. Perfect rhythm. 
I like great, a good limerick. It was a great good limerick. Job. And I want to point yeah. out, I also believe that was, I'm not sure if that's the first time through this game, but Shelly submitted first as yes. well. So that was just, bam, wow. that was not, sure it's the first time. not out. It's not my tendency to submit first. I love expressions of things being as high as an elephant's eye. I say it about things that are not as high as an elephant's eye. Um, I use it as a rhyme for other things. There's a song that I like called Shotgun, where he's, he's times he sings, time flies by in the yellow and green. I don't know what that means, if it's about traffic lights or what, but I always sing time flies by in an elephant's eye. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> but anyway, I was going to reward bonus points to that same limerick, which seems just, you know, dancing on graves at this point, but I'm doing it anyway, Dan. I'm awarding five more bonus points to that answer. Wow. Okay. That's... Yay. Thank you. Wow. How about you, Dan? Are you awarding any bonus points? Uh, I'm going to award two bonus points each to Shelly's Typhoon and Brian's Earthquake Grease ones. So, Dan, we're about to enter the final round. Uh, Ooh, people scored. Excited. People scored on that round anywhere between negative one and twenty-eight points. <laughs> Kelly had negative one, Jason zero, <laughs> Kathy one, Brian seven, and Shelly twenty-eight points on that round. But so, Dan, what does that do to the scores as we go into the final round? Well, uh, again, anything can happen in this game, and often does. Kathy has one hundred and three points. Kelly has one hundred and twelve. Shelly has catapulted up to one hundred and twenty-eight. She's catching up to Jason at 143, but Brian's regained the lead with 148. So this final round could be a disaster. We'll see what happens. It's called yep. Rock, Paper, Scissors. We're going to do a Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. Don't submit yet. We're going to start with the two players in last place. Uh, so round one. What happened one. to 20 questions? <laughs> Everybody hates oh, it. Oh, I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 when Lex said this is my least favorite round, I thought, but what about 20 questions? <laughs> I only signed up because I wanted I love that questions. round it's so the worst. much, but it, it really is quite painful, especially on Dan and my side of the fence. Uh, so round one of Rock, Paper, Scissors is going to be worth five points round two is going to be worth 10 round three is worth 20 and so on ties if you and your opponent submit the same answer you will each be required to hum the jaws theme and then submit again but you may not uh, you won't be reminded to hum but if you submit post tie before you've hummed you will lose points so we're going to start with a rock paper scissors competition between kathy and kelly so you will each submit uh one of those three things <laughs> it's a tie you both submitted paper <laughs> da -da. Da -da. Okay. Get it. I'm not singing for you anymore, Lex. No, that's, that's okay, but you still need to submit again. <laughs> because you have to break your tie with a new submission. Yeah, that's Okay, Rock defeated Scissors, which go. means Kathy defeated uh, Kelly. So Kathy just got five points and moves on to the next round. So it's now going to be Kathy competing against Shelly. Submit your Rock, Paper, Scissors hands now. All right, it is not a tie. Shelly threw Rock and Kathy threw Scissors. So Shelly just got ten points. And she moves on. <laughs> there was no tie. You, 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 you don't even have to do that. <laughs> there was no tie. She, Shelly moves on. But you know what? You I thought I just did in general. Enthusiasm. Sorry, I can't, again, I can't follow instructions as we've established. So, so Shelly is now going head-to-head -head with Jason in a 20-point round of Rock, Paper, Scissors. So submit your throws. Shelly threw rock, but Jason threw paper. So Jason just scored 20 massive points and now goes head-to-head -head in a round that actually matters because it's for 30 points. <laughs> it's Jason versus oh. Brian, and this will decide the game. Jason threw paper, and Brian threw paper. 
<laughs> no, I haven't submitted yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then you both have to submit all over again because I read it wrong. But, <laughs> wait, wait, that's, I, I was about to submit scissors and win. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I blame me, but that's okay. I'll just deduct more points. I'm now at negative 10. <laughs> so submit again. Yay, I'm beating Lex. <laughs> there's, some, there's some gamesmanship happening here. Brian threw uh, and scissors. And I saw played. And Jason threw rock. That means rock! Jason just got 30 no! points. Rock always wins. <laughs> Dan, what does that do to the final score of Friendly wow, Competition? That was a big last round there, Jason. Jason? <laughs> it was, Dan! It was! <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Lex, that was also a big round. Let's roll up the final scores for everyone. Kathy ended the game with 108 points. Kelly just above her at 112. Shelly with a respectable 138. Brian just 10 points ahead of her with 148. But Jason <laughs> with that huge two consecutive wins wins this game of friendly competition with 193 points. And thank goodness because if I had robbed wow. Jason of that win, of I would have never ever heard the Jason, I, I want to say, Lex, I think, and I've just double checked through our archives, 193 is by by far the highest number of points ever awarded in a game of friendly competition. That's uh, true. Furthermore, uh, the second place 148 points is also higher <laughs> than any score previously awarded. So Just I feel barely, there's some yes. point inflation going on. Well, points are free. Thank you all. Congratulations to champion Jason Snell. But my thanks to Brian, Jason, Kathy, Kelly, Shelley, and of course, Dan for coming back and scoring so that I didn't have to. On this, the friendliest of competitions. Friendly competition. Friendly competition. Lex is writing complicated lyrics. Recording. <laughs>